so for the next the past two weeks I've been just finding things doing things that bring me pleasure I've been singing dancing uh, making body butters doing a lot of solo time journaling talking to different doms talking a lot about kink um, self-tie all those things so it's been really cool and yeah so i'm really grateful to be back um my pleasure break actually ends technically tomorrow so i'm kind of sad about it that i'm heading back to these social media streets and i'm heading back to just business so but i'm still trying to find ways to prioritize pleasure every day in my life um which looks like taking a lot of breaks and naps and things like that so i'm still really going to be intentional about that while i get back to i guess get back to work and business so yeah here's my friend kelly hey andrea (laughs) (laughs) kelly is an amazing ass human being a queer doula here in the st louis area um, Kelly is also just a Sagittarius with <laughs> lots of Scorpio placements. Yes. And um, you can find her on these inner Instagram streets. Um, her handle is Pachuli Black Girl, Black Fairy, Black Girl Fairy. Oh, uh, Pachuli. No. Pachuli Flit. I don't even know who I who am I on Instagram. Like, good grief. Patchouli fairy. <laughs> yes. I know I thought patchouli black girl fairy. I think, you know, me and Instagram, I don't always understand why two things show up, but I feel like patchouli black girl shows up, but then my at is patchouli fairy. So, okay. yeah. We'll get it right we'll for the description. Right. Absolutely. I'll do my own research on me. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. I know Kelly and I have been having some really great conversations these past couple weeks about um, BDSM, about kink, about why we kind of feel drawn to a particular um, dynamic or why we identify as a particular person, whether that's, you know, dom or sub, little or whatnot. And just wanted to see, like, Kelly, I don't know if I've ever really asked you in like a real life. Um, mm. What makes you feel like why? Okay, so what do you identify as as far as like kinky world and why? Why? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't. I'm thinking about this too, and I don't know if you. We've just like flat out asked each other that. It's true. We just kind of rolled into the conversations and just started discussing it. So thank you for asking. Yeah. Um, so I identify as, and also let's be very clear. I'm still mm-hmm. learning so much. I'm so new. Um, this is such a new, it's a new discovery for me. Um, let's see, not totally new, kind of old, but it resurfaced, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm just really trying to learn more about it. But I identify as a submissive, um, but also like a little. Um, I kind of have some brat tendencies as mm-hmm. well, um, but definitely a submissive. Um, and it's funny, I was thinking about this earlier today um, when we were talking about just getting ready for our conversation. And I was mm-hmm. like, when, when did you realize that about yourself? Or what made you know, even before I had like terminology for it? You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I always, when I would describe like how I want to feel in a relationship, well, when it comes to like sexually I'll say Mm -hmm. I would always say that I wanted to feel handled like somebody was handling my body or like controlling it and I was just I never really thought about why I was saying it but it was just Mm -hmm. how I felt you know and then I would also say that in a non-sexual way I would want to feel 
And it's almost like I wouldn't say words. My body would show how I wanted to feel and it would kind of like shrink a little bit. Like I want to feel small. Hmm. Like I want to feel tiny and um, protected and taken care of. And now learning about being a submissive and a little, it's like, oh, that's what that is. Those are the words that are describing the feeling that I want to have. Does that make sense? It does. It does make sense. Yeah. Um, it does. Oh, I want to feel small. Small. I, I was I, like, why would I shrink my body down? You know, but it was just, I guess in a way I didn't want to say that out loud because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I feel embarrassed about saying it but my body was like no this is what you want to feel <laughs> and it yeah. would just show it with and that's like I couldn't control it that's awesome that sounds liberating <laughs> just talking about it yeah it is what about you Andrea what about me um <laughs> let's see I know last year when I did this oh yeah I think I like promoted check out sexual alpha dot com or alpha sexual i always get the website mixed up but um to check out what your dynamic is uh last year i took the test and identified as a sub um but it's like 52 percent sub the other you know the other percent dom mm-hmm. i definitely identify as a switch uh, a couple weeks ago I didn't I took the test I was like okay it was like 57% dominant Mm. and like the other percent sub so I think I'm a really a switchy human being Mm -hmm. um okay so okay there's so many dynamics like I really do identify as a switch when I'm a sub I love um being a little too I love the coloring. I love glitter with all my heart in my vanilla life too. I love mm-hmm. eyeshadow, makeup, and yes. <laughs> I love um, having someone kind of in control, like a safe person in control. Mm-hmm. Um, in way, in like my vanilla and in my kinky life too. As far as a dom, I'm definitely one of my major power exchanges is goddess. I'm very much like 89% goddess. Wow. <laughs> I what does love that mean? It. Like a god or a goddess, she or he or they are in control. Um, they are, they kind of remind me of the uh, the high priestess card. I don't know if you're mm. familiar with tarot. But no, and I'm familiar with that card. The high priestess is a goddess. Uh, she, she really, she's that voice inside of you that will only tell you one time. Mm. <laughs> she won't warn you again. She won't kind of like encourage you to like, hey, remember you said you were going to do this. The goddess actually is a person that's really in, deeply in control of herself and her surroundings. She knows that she is the boss, bitch. <laughs> and um, people worship her because they know that she has lots in control and, and she, that she's in power. And um, as a goddess, I love, I have a praise kink. So I love to be praised. I love for people like groveling over me (laughs) and to like see my power and but I'm not abusive I think goddesses and gods are not abusive with it they're like yes I know I have this power I know I have this responsibility Mm -hmm. as well and um yeah I feel like sexually I'm really looking forward to the day where I get a sub who like sees all of that it's like oh I would get so drunk with the power but Hopefully, people will be, like, holding me accountable myself and, like, people in my community will be doing that, too. I feel like in my vanilla life, especially as an entrepreneur, I'm very um, in control of my business. So, 
Um, I think a part of me really wants to give up some of the control to a trusted human being, like as a sub. Mm -hmm. I feel like that would be really nice. Um, my Mars and Virgo is very, it's kind of subby. It's too, like I'm waiting on like the go in my brain and my body to like make decisions. So I feel like there are a lot of sexually and non-sexually things going on as far as like the, my dom and sub self mm-hmm. all at the same goddamn time. <laughs> so that's really long that. ass explanation there. But, no, uh, I love it. I love that explanation of a guy that's <laughs> like I've seen it but I didn't really yeah, I didn't understand like what how does that look? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, boy, that part about I'm saying it one time I'm like okay goddess don't play <laughs> yeah they really don't <laughs> they like there's that voice inside of you that's like that warning you know mm-hmm. uh, I think the Venus uh what? the Empress card which is the Venus card she'll be like wait a minute didn't I you know I told you last week you're supposed to do this and that don't forget don't forget don't forget you know don't forget mm-hmm. and they're very kind and motherly but the goddess she's like yo I told you you felt it in your gut <laughs> and you didn't trust it so I don't know what to do mm. <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna do now right ships <laughs> <laughs> gonna fall where they may like whatever exactly but yeah I think it's really cool that um black women in particular that we like <clears throat> we just self-discover we just are about that life as far as like self-discovery is concerned and I love that um, whether you know you're a dom or you're a sub that um, more black women like talk about what they desire especially mm-hmm. when it comes to having someone like be in, a trusted person in, and I have to say that shit because <laughs> Um, you know, it's very difficult for, I feel like a lot of us who've experienced uh, abuse because people in power really took, um, really took advantage mm-hmm. of their t- power. So Absolutely. as black women, it's really important to me that, you know, we talk about wanting to not put on that trope of a <laughs> strong black woman you oh know, my trope, gosh I get you know? so sick of that me too oh. I get sick of myself I, in the ways I still be falling into that shit mm-hmm. Cause, it's and it's easy to do it yeah it's it is so easy to do it it's all we've heard I mean it's everywhere you see mm-hmm. images of it you see women that you know mm-hmm. living that and it's like you just really you really adopt it and wear it as if it's if it as if it's fact and that's some exhausting shit yeah <laughs> that is that's exhausting and it's okay to feel and say i want somebody else to do this shit you know like i just i just want someone else to be able to come in and and do for me but what i really appreciate every time you say a person you say a trusted person because it can't just be in your body you know um (laughs) it can't it it has to be it can't it can't it has to be a trusted person if you are going to give some control away and release some power you know it's like it can't just be anybody rolling up in here thinking they gonna run shit. No, that don't work. Yeah. <laughs> I think what it is too, like I was saying last week um, in, our, in our conversation that the the main word is consent. You mm-hmm. know, like I'm, because I trust you, mm-hmm. you know, because you trust me, you yeah. know, both ways. We are exchanging this power um, in this dynamic or in this scene or in this situation. And um, we are both consenting to this. I think that's mm-hmm. the key when it comes to like um, really exchanging, you know, mm-hmm. we're both giving consent, you know, and no one's like, 
over <laughs> over you or under you you know mm-hmm. no one's being sub frenzy and no one's like going wackadoo <laughs> with you as a, <laughs> as a dom you know as a dom or whatever so it's really important and I, I think that especially like as black women who I feel like historically like we are submissive in a lot of ways we stand by our man we got shows like for your man <laughs> i love that show but that's i love it but i i don't know i probably shouldn't be watching it but um they're just we are trained like you said to um really be i don't know Ooh, and there's the culture, the pick me, the pick me's too, the pick me shows. That's a whole nother topic too. But I feel like we've been socialized to really, I feel to have someone be in control of our lives just because they got a penis (laughs) and because they identify as male. And so it's really, because we've been abused in this way, it's really hard for us to be like, yes, I want to willingly, consensually give control, some right. of this control to someone, um, you know, to a trusted someone. What does trust even look like exactly. <laughs> after we've been just abused in this way historically? Um, but it's so liberating to be able to communicate our needs and our desires, mm-hmm. um, whether that's, you know, as a sub or a dom or as a switch <laughs> or mm-hmm. as a little or as a sadist or as a degrade, you know, just as whatever you identify with. I think it's really awesome to be able to communicate and to be able to have some reciprocity and have like and equal power exchange between like you know two people or four people or <laughs> five six whatever yeah, dynamic you're in it's beautiful I think as a black human especially as a black femme to like feel that way it really is it's it's liberating to especially if you like struggle with identifying your needs or then let alone expressing them and I know mm-hmm. like for me I do um I do struggle with like identifying what what I need, what's gonna make me happy, um, and then taking it to the next step, and then like saying it, you know that that's really hard for me to do. And so, in this space, as I'm learning about about kink and pleasure and all of that, it's just really helping me. It's pushing me to question myself you know and like have conversations with myself and then talk about it you know like our conversations are so helpful because I'm just not used to talking about this in that way um and so it it is very liberating to be able um to be able to have the space to have the conversations um and also I think there's just, there can be like, like I said earlier, like shame to admit certain things, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I, I, I want to be treated like I'm little. I want somebody to come in and take care of me and just kind of, I don't want to think sometimes and I want yeah. somebody else to think for me. And I remember feeling that way, like in other relationships, but feeling so embarrassed to say that mm-hmm. and just because it's like, well, that's not how you're supposed to feel. And it's like, well, who's telling me how I'm supposed to feel? Right. You know, like why I I need to be telling myself <laughs> how I want to feel. And exactly. then that's okay. You know, it doesn't come from other people, but there can be so much shame in it. And so being able to talk freely about it, it just feels so like liberating and powerful at the same time. So thank you, Andrea. Yeah. I, I love our combos too. I know. They're really spectacular. And I'm learning a lot too. I um that really brings up this question in my mind. Mm. <laughs> I was wondering what is your ideal kink dynamic or what are your ideal kink dynamics? Mm. 
yeah, like say six months from now, you're like, yeah, I feel comfortable <laughs> enough to, you know, I got some accountability. I've done my mock, you know, negotiations. I've vetted. I'm ready for like my first kink, long-term kink dynamic. You know, what would that look like? That is such a good question, Andrea. I don't know if I've like spent a lot of time exploring that yet and like what I want that to look like um I'm still trying to figure it out I do feel like I want it to be part of my relationship like I want the relationship that I'm in to be in that dynamic um and not just play and like scenes like I just Mm -hmm. I kind of want to live that out in our relationship but I also know that that can be complicated and then there's a lot to talk about if like it's a 24-7 thing um but ideally I think that's what I would want um and to be like um like a daddy little okay that's what I'm feeling I really feel like the more I see stuff about just the daddy little dynamic I'm like "Mm, that really feels like me (laughs) that really resonates with me um but then I struggle sometimes because I'm also a Sagittarius and so we don't always like to feel like people telling us what to do Mm -hmm. so I often wonder like how's that part of my personality how's that gonna do (laughs) in the dynamic (laughs) 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 like um am I gonna I don't know (laughs) like can, can I really handle that so that's why I'm like I need to really think about that more because I know I can be a little feisty um which is also some of my bratty side too and yeah so I'm still I'm really still trying to figure that out um like I said I have still a lot to learn just about about vetting and about um learning about how to negotiate things and um yeah so still a lot of learning with that before I even think I can fully identify like for real and be and stand in it on what kind of dynamic I really want um, or see for myself. Yeah. But that's such a good question. Yeah, I was curious. I'm like, I don't know if we've ever talked about that. I was real curious. No, we hadn't talked about it before. Mm -mm. (laughs) We cannot. I'm wild. I feel like I want so much. Like... (laughs) Do I want too much? No, it's never too much. It's never too much. Like Luther. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I definitely, I long, I think I've talked about this song. I definitely long for daddy's character. Um, my old, my old, he's not old. My former partner, my most recent former partner, <laughs> he's not old. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> um, we train our poly partnership transitioned and I think 2020 we talked about um well no even before we broke up actually uh years ago like 2014 2015 uh yeah 2015 we had talked about wanting to be in a little daddy dynamic Mm -hmm. our relationship was going so well it really was our relationship was really healthy and fun and sweet and it was it was everything and that sounds um, so delicious it was (laughs) it was my first (laughs) you never forget your first poly relationship and I learned a hell of a lot about myself and I think he was just getting into kink because mm-hmm. um, for whatever reason, a lot of poly people are really into kink. And I feel like I see a lot of overlapping sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, 
what was the conversation? I have no idea like where it first started, but I knew that I wanted to be cared for in a way that was really spectacular. My part, my old partner is a great business human being. <laughs> um, they are a good father. They are a good partner to their partner. They knew a lot about husbandry, which just basically means like to tend to things. And I was like, yo, I'm already just humbled. I feel by him, I trust him a great deal um, because he's shown me so much. Like he's held a lot of space for my feminine self. And I just, he knew a lot about me as a woman and as a feminine person. Like he just studied a lot. Mm-hmm. Me and, and just how I felt just really embodying femininity. That's what I identify as and And I, we talked, we talked a lot about what, you know, how do I want to (laughs) feel? I want to feel safe. I want to feel protected. Why? I think because of a lot of my daddy issues, which will probably carry me until I die. Mm -hmm. Um, I talked a lot about that. Um, To me, this kind of dynamic will be kind of like reparenting, you know, help me to feel safe and protected those things that I didn't really feel a lot in my childhood. And I was very honest about that shit. (laughs) Cause you gotta be. You do. And, you know, and I've also worked those, I've, you know, continuously worked those things out in therapy. Um, And he's a good caretaker (laughs) in general. Um, He's a great businessman. And I just felt like I had a lot to learn from him as a person who cared a lot for other people, for his community, for his business. And and it would be really nice to be just cared for in those ways. And I think he really respected that. Um, and it would have been really nice. We just were talking and talking a great deal about it. And we've never entered into it yet, but I still am holding out <laughs> for daddy energy, which is yes. really protective and sweet and loving and all that but it would be have to be outside of a partnership because that's a those are whole for me a whole set of like just a different set of needs and goals and ways of acting like Mm -hmm. some things will overlap like the communication bit maybe not as like (laughs) community like not as just talking chatty um but yeah, but it just, it would have to be different. I would really love a sub someday, um, like a max sub, even if they're like non-binary human. Mm-hmm. I just have the thing about not <laughs> dominating fans. I just, as a fan, I'm just like, I'm good. <laughs> because patriarchy, like, right. us enough that I'm good. Um, I don't even know if I want to be in a sub-dom partnership, even though, you know, my favorite dom, pro-dom, Black Sin. Black Sin. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would love to do scenes with mm-hmm. Black Sin. I hope they, they're out here listening. Um, but we've talked about that too. Like someday I'm definitely going to be doing my first scene with them. And But yeah, I'd love a daddy-dom um, dynamic like you outside of partnership. Mm-hmm. And I'd love a sub, like a male sub. That would be so nice. Somebody come in and like just do laundry, <laughs> cook for yes, me, take the trash do the out, things. do the things, and then um, someone to like worship me, you know, um, in my vanilla life and in my kinky life. That would be really nice. I really felt like my old partner actually worshipped me in a lot of ways, and so did I. I worshiped him a lot, so I think that's really important to me as well. Um, yeah, but I want to keep those things separate, partnership mm-hmm. and like king separate, because yeah. for me personally, because it's weird. It's just like we break up and then dang, daddy is gone and my the, partner is gone. The Shit. daddy is gone. All of it <laughs> is bye bye. <laughs> it's all gone. It's like that, and that can be that can be really hard like and I know that that's why it's really 
Oh, important that you choose the right people to enter into those types of relationships with. Um, I think, you know, now that like as we're talking, I'm like, hmm, maybe not looking at each experience as like a potential relationship necessarily. Not at first. It can just maybe be a little bit more on the light side um and maybe just <laughs> you know maybe just in play at first um before just thinking oh um we're dating or whatever and we just gonna immediately introduce this dynamic to to the relationship you know I don't know if that because that's just a lot emotionally to get that attached um to somebody and allow much and then if it don't work it's like oof the healing afterwards it just seems like it would be so intense yeah if it doesn't work out um I also do think a lot about like the communication piece when it is a part of your relationship because I was thinking about this last night like okay so if we you know disagreements happen people have disagreements and so how do you approach a disagreement in that type of relationship when you have a daddy little dynamic like how does that look how do you how do you say when you are upset about something or yeah you just disagreeing and then is there a certain way you have to approach the conversation is there a certain way that you have to speak when you're having that conversation like that's something that I think about a lot when it comes to it being part of the partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know how that looks. Me neither. But... <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is that conversation? It's like? tricky. It's tr- very tricky, Andrea. And I'm like, so is that something that you, you know, talk about beforehand? Uh, just how to oh, approach yeah. those conversations you know I guess it would be huh yeah, yeah. it be part of the negotiating mm-hmm. process mm-hmm. which people should be negotiating often right <laughs> you know every six months saying hey this shit does not work for me can we try this mm-hmm. <laughs> do you like this um yeah hopefully people will I just I have a friend who was dating they daddy I was like oh the devastation like I just I don't want to miss I just don't want to mix and I don't want to lose two two type of dynamics or two mm-hmm. t- different type of relationships all in one swoop yeah, the devastation about to end up in therapy like the next week <laughs> hurt. I mean double okay. hurt double <laughs> devastation <laughs> Just have the tissues ready, okay? Exactly. Because the tears that would come, like, oh my gosh, yeah, that does make it very complicated, um, for sure, for sure, and it, it really is something to to think about. But mm-hmm. also, I think for me, like, I know how I am, and so I know that ultimately. I just, I just love all the feels mm. and I really um, and this is another thing that I had to get comfortable admitting like I, just, I really do want a very intimate relationship and I I crave that I crave that partnership with somebody and to just have that person mm. um, that used to make me feel like I was needy you know it's like everybody makes it seem like you so needy if you why you just want it because I do exactly <laughs> because I do I like how it makes me feel and and that's what I want um and I just have this thing where I don't and I guess I won't know this until I explore it right and I, I haven't had this situation before but like if I'm just if I find a dom that is not like a daddy dom that is not um in partnership with me but we just we just play or we have a scene or something or we you know practice those types of things or have some sessions I'm so afraid and this is I'm saying this out loud right now okay Okay. spill the tea Kelly (laughs) 
<laughs> we're waiting. No, Poor we're it. listening. <laughs> um, I'm afraid, like, of liking them. <laughs> like, um, those feelings just attaching themselves without my permission really and then it's like oh shit it's like hey feelings I didn't tell you to do that but they've done it and but we're not in a partnership they're not they're not my daddy they're not my dom they're just a dom and then how do I how do I navigate that um if I start to like them that Yeah. yeah that makes me nervous Oh, yeah, I'm bad. Really that does. makes me nervous thinking about it too. <laughs> what do you do? Mm-hmm. Where do you place all your feelings? Where do you <laughs> place the feelings? <laughs> and like, so it's like you you do this whole scene and you walk away and it's like, okay, now I'm gonna go home. And then they go home and we're not going to the same place. And it's like, oh, but <laughs> I think I love you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love you now. So why are you leaving? (laughs) Right. Um. Yeah, that's so. Yep. I just gave that to you, hot off the press. So. Wow. (laughs) You'd have to bust out that journal, bust out the audio recording, schedule that therapy session. (laughs) Hello. Lots to talk about there and unpack. You know. Connect with your community too, your kink community. You know, people that you trust. To like be a sounding board too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really important. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like my moon and cap is like uh, the stickiness of the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to compartmentalize the fuck out of shit and feelings. Um, that would be something. Yeah, I'm kind of afraid too. I don't know. I, I think that's part of the reason why um, I think that I, you know, a lot of people do F they doms. I don't know why I say F. And <laughs> you, and it's so funny you do that even when we just talking. Any other time you'll say F, and I just be so tickled when you do that. <laughs> people F and they doms. Like, that's why I don't F my, like, I will never because be we effing i fall in love it's it's mm-hmm. a wrap it's, it's not a wrap. gonna be well for us so because i want to get things twisted but uh i don't know that's why i want i just want to f my partner i just want to mm-hmm. f them and and do like you know just different scenes that don't involve sex mm-hmm. with the dom but yeah that would be so sad i just saw this image of you like walking away just walking and you dom this dom walking away too y'all can in opposite directions like the heartbreak and i'm just looking that. back with sad puppy eyes like well, where are you going <laughs> <laughs> where where are you going i'm supposed to be going that way too i don't understand um, yeah that, that's a lot yeah, it is. okay so question just popped in my head if I may ask you okay um so but I know that you're poly right mm-hmm. and so but I'm still curious like if you are in partnership with someone right and mm-hmm. if you have a dom outside of that like how does that work like um what is the conversation like with your partner when you having a session with your dom it's coming up and you're like what does that look like that's great question i think it would look like any it's deep because my favorite pro dom like sin is actually poly so i feel like ooh, how nice would that be that everyone would be just in my world Mm. (laughs) be poly and kinky um it would just look yo they'd have to be my partner would have to be poly so they understand that yeah um we're relating with different people that we cannot derive all our needs <laughs> just get our mm-hmm. needs met by just as one human by you know one human i'm not gonna do that to you i'm not gonna do that to my partner mm-hmm. um 
I think it just looks like, okay, well, this is what I need. <laughs> this is how we are going to be in, in this dynamic. Um, these are my goals. This is how I want to feel with this person. Like if we have like that type of a partnership where we do talk about, you know, I want to talk about, <laughs> you know, just different dynamics and different, I hope I would have a poly partner that I could talk to about just different kinky needs that I have. Yeah. And of course, I think I will though, because most of the people I've been attracted now are poly. And so, um, yeah, just, hey, this is what I need. This is what we're going to work through together in this dynamic. Um, you know, I would think that we kind of keep them separate. Like, I feel like I would love my dom to be able to help me with, like, all my sex goals, mm-hmm. uh, all my sex doula goals. Um and if they're good at business, maybe my partner's not as good as business, we can talk about, you know, business goals as a sex worker. Um, and like, just let, I just sit down and let them know this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And like, ask them how they feel, but then not really attached to be attached to how they feel about him. Like, okay, they have a right to feel how they feel. And so do I. Um <laughs> Yeah. So I think that I, that's how I would work it, you know, because I, as a poly person, I want to be able to relate with a lot of different people. Um, you know, and I have black sin in mind. I'm like, yeah, like if, <laughs> if they were my dom <laughs> and I was in uh, a poly partnership with somebody, that's why how it would go, you know. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they'd be, be, might be kitchen style, like, you know, they know black sin. Blacksons know them. They cool. I don't know, you that know, and they understand. They have an understanding. Yeah, especially if they're poly. Like I just feel like, and depending on how long they've been poly and, and what they know about, um, relate how to relate with different people. So yeah, just be having an adult conversation. You know, you can handle your jealousy. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and the same too. Like, what if they're kinky? <laughs> And like have doms or have subs, you know, mm-hmm. I'd have to control mine too. But like, we can't, I just can't expect my partner to like meet every goddamn need that yeah. I, I that I have. So, and maybe they a horrible dom. I'm like, you can't be my dom, you horrible. You're not, <laughs> you're not okay. And, you know, That's not your lane, boo. That is not, not your boo. lane. That's not your ministry. That's not your ministry. So. Going back to whatever, <laughs> going back to your mission. Yes. And, uh, you know, and maybe and hopefully they'll be self-aware enough to know, you know, what they can and can't do. But mm-mm. I just, I don't want to lose my partner and my Donna or a kinky dynamic in the same swoop. So yeah. it would be really tricky, you know, to, I'm like, what if they are a good Don? What if they, I'm like, ah, I don't know. That moon and Capricorn is like, compartmentalize that shit <laughs> because I I don't know I can't control the feelings and I act like I can but I can't mm-hmm. but still um, I'm gonna do my best and hopefully everyone will communicate their best um, you know communicate all their feelings and, and be okay and really realize hey it's important to me that you know that you're free too and I, I can't con- you know I can't control you in this mm-hmm. way so yeah but I think it's easy because I definitely want to be able to have a partnership and be in several different dynamics I want a lot of different key dynamics I have a lot of needs as a human being on this earth so they just gonna have to deal with it they're gonna or, have to deal with it or not Mm-hmm. And they can go. They can go on somewhere. <laughs> they can go. We can be friends or associates yes. or whatever. Yep. You don't have to date her. That's always so. a thing. That and that is always a possibility. So question. And of course that question is coming from someone who's only practiced monogamy, monogamy. her whole life. You know, so I I have no I have no experience with poly life at all. So um, we can talk more about that. Yeah. I've been pretty, I mean, even before my 
my partnership back in 2014 um, was very, very monogamous, you know, mm-hmm. my first love. I've never cheated on a human. I know people like to say that uh, Polly is just an excuse for cheating. It's not. I hate when people say that. Uh, I've never cheated on a soul. And I felt like I've never been cheated on. Like my Scorpio sense was like, never really felt like, oh, this human is stepping out on me. <laughs> so um, I'm very, I feel like I've mastered monogamy. I feel like before people can like enter into polyamory, they need to master monogamy first. So. Mm. They do. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that before. Hmm. Wow. I've mastered it. Wow. Why do you say that? Why tell me tell me more about that? They that they need to master monogamy? Yes. <clears throat> Cause you I feel like if people are in this world being like oh yeah I'm poly but they're like really cheating I think it's mm-hmm. horrible it's a horrible thing to do you're a horrible human <laughs> you don't deserve <laughs> that person actually that shit is abusive to your partner's feelings um, just to their whole person um, when you master monogamy <laughs> which um, I think you learn the skill. <laughs> to like get your own needs met in different ways or like you learn how to kind of compromise on you know you're like okay 80 20 I think some therapist was telling me 80 20 a rule mm-hmm. like if you can get 80 percent of your needs met that's cool and I was just like this lady don't know I'm poly but <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I want to get all the damn needs met all but needs. I feel like there's a certain set of skills and talents as a monogamous person that people can do and people that you know can that they cultivate you know Mm -hmm. that people really is like I'm about to be like even the people that have been like in marriages for like 10 years without cheating on another human being or like Mm -hmm. really stepping out I'm like there's a certain skill level in your mind like a talent a skill level something innate inside of you that's like getting your needs met in different ways that aren't outside of cheating I think that's a skill it's a talent (laughs) and I feel like people really need to to be monogamous for a while um, even within poly people are sometimes monogamous within you know certain dynamics you hear about closed triads and mm-hmm. you know polyfidelity or um and all that stuff so i think that if people can master those talents and skills that that people have to be monogamous it's like yay then you can like build upon build upon that yeah <laughs> as a polyhuman so yeah and i mean communication is definitely one of those skills that you have to i mean it, it is a, in yeah, it a monogamous is. relationship and then especially in a poly one and yeah, I think that a lot of people streets that be want to say they poly really just want to bypass being honest and communicating mm-hmm. and it's like mm, that's look I'm on the outside and I even know that's not how that shit works you know what I'm saying like (laughs) the level of communication that you need to have um, and have to be comfortable in doing is like top tier you know what I'm saying and you don't get to be like oh I'm poly just because I don't want anybody to hold me accountable and I just want to be out here doing my shit no that's not how that's not how poly life works (laughs) We real accountable around these parts. Extra accountable, you know what I'm saying? And I think people like to, some people want to use that, just like I said, as an excuse to think they don't have to communicate, but communication is one of the biggest pieces. Mm -hmm. Um, And you do have to master that when you just with one person, like you said, in order to get your needs met and... You really have to be like practicing radical honesty in a relationship and that can yeah. feel that can be challenging for some people yeah uh, but 
it's it has to happen in order and that's how you learn yourself you know that's how you learn yourself that's how you learn your partner that's how the relationship grows um you have to be able to to sit with those feelings and conversations that that happen before you go thinking you about to introduce multiple people to, mm-hmm. you know yeah I think even um, the pre the con- preconception that a lot of people have is that uh, you know not only is poly really about sex but it's like it's about it really is about relating but I also think it's a it's a mindset as well like I really as a single solo poly human I'm my poly is still valid mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still yes. valid out here in these streets and I still really love relating with people in like various levels and dimensions mm-hmm. and ways so I think that just I know there's so many different types of poly partnership but people really want to invalidate the single solo poly people because we not have like 18 million people that we're relating with at one time that's rude yeah some people are rude (laughs) um but yeah i learned about my damn self and my horrible ass communication skills when i was in my partnership i'm like just how jealous i can become and how it Mm -hmm. shows up and the behaviors around that and I know I'm ready for my next poly love because I know myself better. I'm more mm-hmm. self-aware um, on how things things have gone for me. And woo, but it it was tough, but it was wonderful. It really was. And I feel like I I got a friend for life. Mike's partner is like really he's a dope human being, and yeah. So I learned a lot. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, people need to master monogamy first before they start being like, yeah, I'm poly. But not really poly. I just want to go out and cheat on that. Right. You know. Have all the people. Okay. Just, I just and wanna, you know what? Just say that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you Just say you don't want to commit to nobody. You ain't got to say you poly or anything. Just be like, I, I don't. I don't work well in committed relationships. I I rather hear that. I can respect that. Besides you trying to throw a fucking label or title on some shit when you know you can't abide by that either. (laughs) So just stop. Stop running. Stop. Yeah, I'm really glad that my spidey sense can sense those people. Mm -hmm. Or people that want to split the bill three ways. They just want (laughs) like this is not it, y'all. Good plan. People are dusties. Funny. People really be using uh, patriarchy too in like such a way. They're like, let me these men, these dusties, be trying to <laughs> use it to like for their benefit alone. And you know, people don't know about polyandry. I'm like, I'd be about that lifestyle. You know, <laughs> women with multiple like husbands I'm like I'm about to be about that lifestyle but because of patriarchy men be like ah, oh gosh if that's really if that's really poly oh, <laughs> you know what it's like, oh, so now you questioning it okay <laughs> alright <laughs> alright my guy oh, whatever <laughs> so controlling and crazy I'm like you sound crazy you sound crazy but you underneath the patriarchal insecure. society mm-mm. He don't sound crazy at all. He's not right he sound, as fuck. He, he right on time, actually. <laughs> it's like you saying everything you're supposed to say, to be quite honest, but you just mm-hmm. sound silly. You sound real silly. Lord. I praise Audrey Lord for protecting me from like dusties like that. Oof. In the poly world, I'm like, mm-mm. Or like couples that be looking for unicorn, looking for single mm-hmm. um, queer women or single by bisexual women I'm oh like, I hear uh-uh. about that a lot uh-uh. no thanks I smell y'all and they'll get patriarchal is so bumping that they'll get the women to like talk to the women mm-hmm. it's very predatory and crazy looking I'm like, that hell is no. what I heard out here in these streets and I'm like yeah. I'd be protecting myself Ooh, <laughs> good cause some folks out here to be tripping. 
calling folks out. I'm like, <laughs> look, sis, they don't want you. They, <laughs> they out here you. on some predatory shit. Watch your face <laughs> and behind, watch your back. Everything. So watch your sides too. <laughs> <laughs> watch everything. Everything. I all the know. angles. All the angles, all the curves. Watch mm-hmm. it. I've been in this thing for like. Uh, 2014 was actually in a group called um, Progressive Love, and I learned a lot about just feeling how I feel, mm-hmm. the feminine energy that I really feel being protected. My partner at the time, he was in this, he's in the same group, and they learned a lot about maleness and masculinity. That's so and um, how to protect the feminine. So I just felt loved and safe a lot. And I felt like he really knew himself sexually and emotionally and just everything. So I really felt like that's a good way to like learn about polyamory, like find groups. Mm-hmm. Um, I just rejoined this group, this poly group called, I think it's uh, Poly and Black AF. And and, it. uh, <laughs> and it's really I think learning like just virtually online about your poly self and meeting new friends and finding um, just accountability mm-hmm. and learning lessons and I feel like a poly pro at this point so I think that that would be a good step for folks who are like curious about polyamory and have questions and want a sense of community and Mm -hmm. protection um, and accountability within their relationships and stuff like that's really important don't do this shit on your own no i mean for real like that that piece of our community is so important Mm -hmm. you know to hear other people's stories whether it's about you know polyamory or just kink and you know you Mm -hmm. just want to be able to have others around you um to hear their hear their experiences because um, it's so it's so much information out here in these streets that it can be crazy and it can be <laughs> difficult like mm-hmm. weeding through shit that um yeah that's just full of craziness and so to find like that safe safer space and community um it's really important for you to feel like you can explore and have people around you because um, yeah it's kind of wild out here yeah it is yeah it is <laughs> it's wild <laughs> It is. Yeah, it is. Like people need accountability. People mm-hmm. need mentors. You know that's why speak and mentor. Poly. Come on, mentors. Yeah, in the kink yes. world and poly world, relationships. Yeah, everything. Yes, you need to hear other people that have you know a different level of experience than you, um, and that can like help and guide and answer questions um and you trust them you trust what they're saying you know that's so it's so important to have that because you if you just left out here with the googles um you can get all kind of shit and it can be toxic as fuck and have you out here tripping with another human and that's not okay Oh, Andrea, I don't hear you no more. Andrea, did I lose you? It says you're connected. I can't hear you. This will have to get edited out. <laughs> I wonder, can you hear me? Oh my God. 
what happened? 